Welcome to the Wealthy in Pajamas podcast, where it's not all about the money, but it's not not about the money. I'm your host, Sonia Highfield, the Wealth Expansion Coach, here to help creatives find their real version of wealth, build profitable businesses, and be happy, healthy humans. Hey everyone, welcome to episode five. Today we're going to dive into talking about boldly owning your desires. And we're going to discuss how to identify your your desires first and foremost, um, because that actually can be trickier than it sounds. Um, And I find that a lot of times when I'm working with clients on this, this is the part that we really have to sit with for a bit and keep asking questions and keep you know, going a, a layer deeper so that they can truly land on their own true desires. So not what anyone else wants for them, not what they just think they should do, but really what their heart and soul is calling for. So I wanna share a couple journaling prompts with you. Um, And you can actually find all of these in a free guide that's on my website called the Expansive Life Guide. I think that's the name. Yes. So (laughs) you can find that on my website and it has these questions and then some some extra stuff and some other questions. So I'm going to share four questions, four journaling prompts that are going to help you really tune in to what your desires are. Okay, so get ready, get a pen and paper or pause the, pause the episode and come back when you are ready to journal. So the first question is, if you could just play, what would you do? If you could just play, just have fun, just take it easy, just play in your life, what would be included in that list? Okay, so that's the first one. Second question is, in your ideal life, what would you have? In your ideal life, what would you have? So that one can include, you know, the material and the non-material, all of the wealth that you want in your life. And again, just make sure you're taking these from the perspective of your own self, no one else's, right? Really tuning into your own energy, your own insights. All right, then the third question is, what would you love to spend your days doing? What would you love to spend your days doing? And that one might be, you know, a bit of a mix of, you know, leisurely life, family life, as well as work. So just see what comes up for you. If work stuff doesn't come up, no judgments, cool. Whatever it is, is totally fine. You might take it, you know, just to be in reality and say like, okay, well, in, in the real world where I have a kid or a dog or a husband or whatever, I have real, real things I have to do. So within those, I'm going to say constructs, but I want to give them, <laughs> I want to give it a more loving term. Uh, but within those constructs of, you know, reality, what would you love to spend your days doing? Right? Or you could say just if there was no, no, no other people, no restrictions, there was just no limit, what would you spend your days doing? I'm gonna let you take that and run. <laughs> and then the fourth question is what are you ready to explore? What are you ready to explore? 
So those are going to kick you off for starting to tune in and understand your own desires. Now, you might want to pause and, you know, do your journaling and then then come back to this. Otherwise, you know, keep listening and then you can go into your, your journaling later on. What I want to say is that once you kind of have your list of your desires, some of them may seem really simple. Some of them may seem totally out of grasp, right? Some of them might seem impossible. And notice for yourself if, if there was anything that came up along the way that you actually didn't write down, right? You're like, ooh, that's, that's too much. That's too big. That's, that can't be for me. So notice if any of those thoughts come up along the way because those are going to give you really good clues to where you're holding yourself back from even letting yourself have desires, right? Going through and seeing like maybe some of these desires seem realistic, seem reasonable. Where did you hold yourself back from really going full out with it? From those desires that do seem crazy, over the top, unbelievable, not realistic for you and your life. Right? We shut down our desires so frequently, so frequently, whether it's, oh, you know what sounds really good right now? A hot fudge sundae. And we're like, no, 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 I can't. That's, I can't have that. I haven't even eaten a vegetable today, right? Like <laughs> we shut down our desires so frequently that we get used to limiting ourselves. We get used to tuning ourselves out. And so sometimes it's those simple desires that are actually the hardest to own, to really honor, right? So uh, I want to share a little bit about how these questions came to be because I was having a really tough time. This was about maybe seven years ago, six or seven years ago. And I remember I was in my photo business at the time and I had just had this terrible experience with clients. They were so disrespectful and they didn't pay me what they were supposed to and it just felt terrible. I didn't feel valued or respected. It was just awful. And I remember sitting down and writing out these questions plus a couple more for myself. And it was a really freeing experience because, you know, some of the, some of the answers were obvious, but some of them were things that I hadn't really let myself dream with, you know, play with, even acknowledge. And so when I started to look at how do I want to spend my days? What do I want in my ideal life? What do I want to explore? Right? What do I want to just freaking play with? Once I let myself answer those questions, it was like, oh, okay, now I actually know where to go next. I know what to do. I know how to turn things around. I know how to create this blueprint for where I want my life to go, what I want it to look like on a daily basis. And it's certainly a practice to keep owning your desires, to keep acknowledging your desires. But well, here's a couple things I want to say. <laughs> I'm tripping myself up with my own... <laughs> with my own thoughts over here. What I want to say is that on one hand, owning your desires makes everything so much clearer and simple and just helps create so much clarity around your next steps, around, you know, what you want to do, around how you want to live your life. And on the other hand, it of course doesn't make life easy. <laughs> but I truly believe that if you're owning your desires, if you're 
actively going after them, if you keep checking in with yourself and tuning into yourself, then it does get easier to figure out your next step, to feel like you're on a path of purpose, to feel like I know what I'm building this life for. I know who I'm trying to be. I know that there's something greater here for me than just, you know, working and paying bills, right? That I'm allowed to play, that I'm allowed to be leisurely and rest, that I'm allowed to explore and have adventures, and that I'm allowed to choose. I'm allowed to choose what I want, what's best for me, what my soul is calling out for. You're allowed to choose. And so this is where the boldly owning your desires part comes in, is that you have to be bold about what you want and going after because not everyone's going to get it. Not everyone's going to agree with it. Not everyone's going to support it. But I can tell you that there's people out there who do get it, who will believe in it, who will support you through it. And so I think it's really important when you are able to acknowledge your own desires and then when you want to share them with people, finding the right people to share them with, right? Because you might find some wrong people to share them with. And if you have that experience where you're like, my family doesn't get it, you know, my partner doesn't get it, my friends don't get it. Cool, there's more people in the world. And so again, we have to go back to being bold, to being courageous, and to saying like, I am worthy of all this. I believe that it's for me. I believe that I should be supported in my journey. And so you might have to find some new people to share your desires with. Find some new people to support you. And that's not to say that you gotta, you know, dump your partner or never speak to your family again, right? That's, that's not necessarily the answer. But you do have to go look for those people who are truly gonna understand and hold the vision and support you in boldly going after your desires because they will seem crazy to a lot of people. If you're an entrepreneur, I can guarantee <laughs> There are going to be some people that just are never going to get it and they might love you and want to support you, but they're not going to have the ability. And so we have to find the right people to share our desires with because if you're just going at them alone, that is tough. That's a tough path. And I will tell you, I was someone that did not ask for help for like the first 26 years of my life. I'm pretty sure that's how long it was before I actually started asking for help. And when I started this business, I actively went after finding people who were going to get it and support me because it felt like a big, bold, crazy thing. It felt way bigger than my photography business. It felt like it was just so out there and it was such a big vision and it was so different than what I was doing. And I really, for the first time, went after finding community and finding those other women and entrepreneurs and creatives who could hold space for me and support me in boldly owning my desires. And I will tell you, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you can surprise yourself with what it is that you want. Uh, especially when you're listening to your intuition and that's really kind of running the show. You know, when I started this business, one of the hits that I got almost right away was to start speaking, start public speaking. And there was something just within me that was like, yes, yeah, I want to do that. Even though I was an introvert, I was shy. You know, I had spent, you know, the first couple of years of my career behind the camera. <laughs> you know, I really had no experience public speaking. I had no, I just, I wouldn't have guessed that 
that was going to become a big desire of mine. But when I leaned into it, ooh, things happened quick. I got hired. You know, I started pitching myself, you know, things like I had never done. I got paid to speak. I was like, what the heck? I got paid to fly around the country and start talking to people about money mindset. I mean, I never would have thought that that would be a calling, that that would be a desire for me. And I had to take the bold steps to honor it. But I also really needed the right people around me to say, sure, you know, you can, you can start speaking. You don't need to, you know, go take a course or, you know, I remember I had a coach at the time who was like, okay, so go speak, you know, put your pitch together, email those schools, email those people, you know, go do it. And I really needed that support to make those bold choices, to take those bold steps and think, I'm someone with no speaking experience. I'm very new into this, into this business. Yeah, I'm going to come speak at your event about money mindset, about a topic that people generally don't really feel that comfortable talking about, right? I had to boldly own that. So I'm so curious to hear for you what your desires are, which you are ready to boldly own. And it's okay if you're like, mm, not all of them yet, that's okay. And once you do these journaling prompts, I want you to also look at your business. Look at the offers that you have in your business. And if any of them feel kind of funky, if any of them are just not lighting you up, if you feel like, I think I want to pivot or I think I want to do something totally different, sit with yourself and allow yourself to say, what do I really desire here? What do I really want to offer, right? What feels like the most powerful thing I could share with people? What feels like the kind of business that I actually want to have that I'm willing to boldly go after because it will feel so freaking good to me. Okay, so sit with yourself, take your homework, take your journaling prompts, if you want the full expansive life guide, uh, you can go find it on my website in the, in the freebies section. Go check it out, report back, let us know what you're gonna boldly own. I would love to hear. And then go find your people that are gonna support those desires. And if you're like, I have no one, then you have me. I will support your desires. I will show up for you, I will be in your corner. No questions asked. I love to support people in going after their true desires because that's what changes their life. That's what makes life really wealthy. All right, so you've got me, even if you feel like at the moment you've got no one else. All right, my loves, thank you for tuning in. Report back with your desires and I'll see you on the next episode. Hey all, thank you so much for tuning in today. It would mean the world to me if you could subscribe, share, and leave a review so more people can learn about this work and access their true wealth. And if you'd like to continue your wealth work, please pop onto my email list so you can choose your own wealth adventure, whether that's applying for one-to-one -one coaching, accessing my DIY content, or staying tuned for upcoming wealth boosting programs. You can find all that at the following link, bit.ly, bit.ly slash wealthy PJs, PJS bit.ly slash wealthy PJs. Join me there and let's get wealthy.